Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shalom, everybody. Come on in. It's Monday night, which means it's time to command your day and command your week with the power of prayer. Come on in, everybody. Prayer is going to be amazing, as it always is. You know that God meets us in a powerful way during prayer. We are live now on the Bishop Foreman and Harvard Church Facebook, Bishop Foreman and Harvard Church YouTube. We'll be adding our Instagram fam in a moment. And let's not forget our Uncommon Gospel uh, Radio Network family. We appreciate them and Bernadette and everybody on the team so much and are so very glad to be uh, connected uh, to you all and so glad that you're part of prayer tonight. Come on in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. I need you to share, I need you to share. When you share, people get saved. It's just that simple. And we wanna use our lives to change the lives of other people. And that's what you do when you share prayer tonight. All right. Listen, prayer is a privilege. It is not a right. Prayer is something we get to do. It is not something that we have to do. It's not some compulsion. We're like, oh my God, I got to pray. No, to the contrary, we get to pray. So come on. Let's be good stewards of the privilege of prayer that we are given tonight. It's seven o'clock on the dot. We're going to add in our Instagram fam. Come on in, everybody. Let's go. 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 Come on in, everybody. Let's go. It's time to pray. It's time to pray. And God's going to meet us in prayer tonight. Do me a favor as you're coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, and share this video tonight. LWS, not SWV, but LWS. Um, and I want to know where you're watching from, all right? It's amazing to see our harvesters are watching and people are connecting uh, to us from all across America and around the world. Uh, just a couple of quick announcements before we jump into prayer tonight. Um, again, after you LWS, like we're in share number two, want to make sure that you have our app. Our app is brand new. It's updated. I want you to get it. How do you get it? You're going to text the word harvest to the phone number 877-552-4746 877-55-BISHOP. 877-552. What's going on, Ray? Come on, Atlanta. Excited about Atlanta. I'm going to talk about that in a second. 877-552-4746. Text the word harvest. Can I get a few of you to type that in every chat so that people are able to connect uh, that way? All right. In addition to that, in addition to that, um, there's music in there. There's messages in there. There's so much more uh, in there for you, our podcast and all of that. Now, if you, um, we just updated it last week. So if you didn't get the update, what you may have to do is delete it and uh, and reinstall the app, but it's working uh, It's working perfectly. Uh, and if it's not working perfectly for you, that just may mean your device just needs it to be deleted and re-added. So can I get you to do that? All right. How many of you like the new app? Wave at me. You like the new app? You're enjoying the new app? It's different. And different is always, different is all, always seems different difficult. 
Everybody listen to this principle of life. Different always seems difficult at first. You better hear me. Difficult always seems different at first, but it will not last. All right. Once you get used to it, then you're going to be used to it. I see your hands. So I love that. All right. Let me also say this. If you are in hot Atlanta, come on, Atlanta. If you're in Atlanta, I am super excited. Uh, so much progress has been uh, made and we're excited about soon going to the pre-launch phase of the Atlanta location. April and, month, and May are months of um, a lot of graduations, proms, things like that. And so we're going to use the month of the remainder of April, a few days that are left, and the month of May uh, to uh, really build up and prepare those that have already um, signed up to be a part of our launch team. Hundreds. Do you all hear me? Hundreds have already signed up to do that, and we're excited about that. And so we're going to use those a couple of months to do that and to get them ready. And uh, we're excited about that. Then um, in the month of June, we're excited about moving to that next stage. All right. So if you're in Atlanta, I need you to connect to our launch team. How do you do that? You're going to simply text the word HCATL as in Harvest Search Atlanta, one word, to the phone number. Again, there's that new phone number, 877 877- Five five two four seven four six. I need a few of you to type that. Y'all haven't typed that yet. Can I see you do that on chat? So we make sure that everybody gets it. Even those that looking that are looking on uh, prayer. I mean, excuse me, looking on the uh, replay and things like that. I want to make sure that everybody is connected and that everybody gets that. All right. Um, and so, again, you can find out more about our launch team. Somebody said June. That's the month. Yes, it's going to be an amazing month. All right. And we are excited about that. Um, also, just a couple of quick announcements. Go get these announcements out the way because we're going all the way up in prayer. If you have a praise report. We want you to get that submitted. Again, do it in our app. God is moving in the lives of people connected to Harvest, and it blesses me uh, in a tremendous way. We have Harvest Bible College. For those of you that want to earn an associate's through doctoral level degree, you can find out more about that on our website. You can do that. For some of you, you've been saying, I need to go back to school. I need to go back to school. But you don't just want to go back to school for anything. For some of you, Harvest Bible College may be the answer for you. We've got Harvest Bible College, the Harvest Leadership Network. Um, the new the April Leadership Podcast will let out actually on this Thursday. You ready for this one? The Leadership Podcast this month is called The Looked Over Leader. Oh my God. It, what do you do when you feel like you've been hidden? What do you do when you feel like you have been looked over for all of your life? Um, and as a leader, you have got to deal with that. So it's going to be amazing. You got to check that out. This Thursday, you'll get a notification on our app when it goes live. And uh, you'll also, if you subscribe to the Mr. Kevin Foreman Leadership Podcast, you'll be able to get that also there. All right. Um, um, so we got that. Then we, of course, have Harvest Church. We have Denver. We've got Atlanta. And then we've got all of our digital family. And so everybody connected to Harvest. Then we've got the Harvest Foundation. Let me not forget about that. So everybody that's connected to Harvest in this variety, in this plethora of different ways, uh, it blesses me to see you doing well. Can I just tell you, I am excited about your future. Can I get you to confess this over your future? Say, my future looks good. Come on. My future looks good. I need you to speak that over yourself and type it. My future looks good. The Bible says that life and death are in the power of your tongue and they that love it shall eat its fruit. And so one of the things you're going to always hear me have you to do on prayer is two important things. One, I'm going to have you to type a lot because the Bible says wherever two or three touch on agreeing anything, it shall be done for them. Number two, life and death are in the power of your tongue. You've got to say it so you can see it. You've got to say it so you can see it. You've got to say it so you can see it. And so that is so uh, important that you get that. And so you're going to hear me always having you to say a lot 
and type a lot. And here's why. Because I want you to see a lot. Our God is a God of results. Can you say results? He's a God of results. Come on. Can I get a few more of you on the Harvest Church Instagram to share? A few more of you even on the Bishop Foreman Instagram to share on every platform. If you haven't shared yet, share. When you share, people get saved. Lives are changed. All right? All right? Uh, it's disingenuous for you to say something blesses you and you do not share it with other people. It is disingenuous for you to say that something is blessing you and you don't share that thing with other people. So I always need for us to be uh, those that share. All right. But our God is a God of results. Father, we thank you that you are a God of results in our lives. You are a God that likes to see things happen. And this is why parable after parable after parable, you talked about the importance of stewardship, management. In other words, you can, you've come to check on the progress. You've come to check on the results. And our declaration today, God, is that we are people of results. We are on prayer tonight, God, gathered from all different places. And even those that are watching the replay or listening to the podcast or on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network, we are those, God, that like to see results because you are God of results. And we thank you for that. We give you honor for that. We give you praise for that, God. Forgive us for ever settling for less than what you have ordained. Good is the enemy of great. And you said you would make our name great. Not good. Great. Not good. That's Genesis 12. And so because you are the God of results, we declare we're going to give you fruit. We're going to give you results. You curse God. The fig tree, because the fig tree had leaves, which meant it should have also had fruit, but it had no fruit. We will not be trees that have leaves, but no fruit. What does that mean? We will not be perpetrators. We will not fake it until we make it. We will be it and we'll see it. We will not be those that just talk about it. We will be those that make it done. I pray God, or get it done. I pray God that we have the discipline. I pray God that we have the fortitude. I pray God that we have uh, uh, the tenacity. I pray that we have the boldness that we need, God, to move in what you have ordained. And we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, uh, let's go further. Father, we bless you tonight for the privilege of being able to pray. We ask for forgiveness for all of our sins, God, those committed knowingly and unknowingly. We ask you to forgive us, God, tonight for iniquity. That's generational sin that we've passed down and around. We ask that you forgive us, God, for transgression. That's the stuff that we willfully did wrong, that we knew was wrong, but we did it anyhow. And God, we ask that you would forgive us tonight uh, for uh, a sin. That is to miss the mark. That is where we make mistakes. Forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness tonight. We declare, God, we are forgiven. We declare, God, we are forgiven. We declare, God, we are forgiven. We declare, God, we are washed in your blood. We declare, God, we are cleansed by your blood. We are no longer sinners saved by grace. No, we are the righteousness of God. And we thank you for it now in the name of Jesus. I see somebody talking about they have coronavirus. Pray for me. Father, we thank you that you are the God that heals. You are Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. And so God, matter of fact, if you know anybody right now that's dealing with physical illness, I need you to put their initials on the screen. If it's you, I need you to wave your hand. Father, you are the God that heals. You are Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer, the Lord, our healer, the Lord, our healer. So God, we declare healing right now. For every set of initials that we lay out on the screen right now. And Father, we speak a swift manifestation of that healing right now. God, we reject, we rebuke, and we renounce any type of sickness, any type of illness, and anything, God, that is not like you. And God, we speak healing. God, we speak healing. 
to every type of cancer. We speak healing to every type of blood abnormality. We speak healing, God, to lupus. We speak healing, God. Why do we speak so boldly? Because at Harvest, we've seen you do it. We are those that have seen you do it over and over and over and over again. And the same God, that's done it before, is the same God that will do it again. And for this, we say thank you, God. We speak over every set of initials and every hand that was just lifted, and we speak healing to your body. We reject any report other than healing. God, whatever they need to do practically to see healing manifest, we pray they would do it. If they need to change how they eat, make them do it. If they need to change uh, where they go, make them do it. If they need to change how they act, make them do it. God, maybe somebody's healing is like the woman with the issue of blood. But her flow of blood came as a result. It was a curse as a result of a sexual relationship she entered into. And the uh, penalty for that, according to Torah, God, was that she'd have an unstoppable flow. So for those right now, God, come on, y'all, that are even dealing with illnesses that are a result of something they open themselves up to. God, I pray tonight that they would shut that door to whatever they open and God, that healing would manifest. The woman with the issue of blood, even though she caused the issue in her previous 12 years, God, she did something in her present that affected her future, that made her next 12 months her best 12 and for that we say thank you in the name of Jesus we are not just the healed of the Lord but we declare tonight God we are healthy we are healthy we are healthy one of the words you said in Psalm 37 23 that you delight in the prosperity of your servant. Prosperity, that means shalom, it means favor, and it means health. And not healing, but it means health. That means, God, that you delight in us being healthy. I pray, God, that we would not just need healing, but we would be those that are healthy. I pray our bodies would be healthy. I pray that our water would be healthy. I pray that our cells would be healthy. Come on, y'all, let's pray. I pray that our cells would be healthy. I pray that our bloodstreams would be healthy. I pray that our sugar levels would be healthy. I pray uh, that our cholesterol levels would be healthy. I pray that our physicals would come back with a clean bill of health. Right now, in the name of Jesus, those that were fearing a physical at the doctor, I pray that they would make the appropriate changes so that physical reveals that they are healthier than they have ever been. We are not only those that are, uh, that are healed, but we are those that are healthy. We are not just those that need healing. We are those that are healthy. Because if we're healthy, we don't need healing. If we're healthy, we don't need healing. If we're healthy, we don't need healing. And that's what we declare over ourselves. For every parent, I need you to put your children's initials on the screen. We speak that now over our children now in the name of Jesus, God. We speak that now. If you're not a parent, you don't have children, but you got little cousins. You have somebody uh, that you pour into. Put their initials on the screen. We pray that they are healthy and healed. We pray that they are healthy and healed. We pray that they are healthy and healed. Our future needs us that way. Our future needs us that way. Our future needs us that way. And for that, we say thank you right now. In the name of Jesus, we rebuke any negative report we've come in agreement with over our bodies. We rebuke any negative report we've come in agreement with over our own health. We rebuke any negative report we've come in agreement with concerning our own lives. And we thank you, Lord, that we are the healed of the Lord and the healthy of the Lord, the healed of the Lord and the healthy of the Lord. In Jesus' name. Can I get those of you who had kids, send this to your kids right now. They need to know they're being prayed for and they need to know 
that healing and health are theirs. Healing and health are theirs. Can I give you some Bible to help you with this? The Bible says uh, about Job, when you are a parent, particularly when your children are not of legal age, when you are a parent, you have tremendous authority over your children and their future, which is why you have to, watch me, parents always pray for wisdom on how to raise your kids. Please, Stop asking uh, everybody else. And instead, you need to pray and get it from the word. Come on here, y'all. You got to get it from the word because listening to everybody else in 12 steps to prayer and 10 steps to this. And well, I did this and I did that. That's cute, but that's not necessarily Christ. Let's talk. That's cute, but that's not necessarily uh, uh, the word. That's so important because the Bible says that Moses' parents, by faith, they hid him. Now, watch me. Most parents would have said you're doing him wrong because you were treating him different than his older brother and sister, Miriam and Aaron. You're treating him differently. But the Bible makes it clear that uh, Moses' mama, she knew something that was different about him. So she treated him, please pay attention, she treated him differently than she treated the other kids because she recognized there was something different about him. Parents, you have to pray for wisdom over your children. You have tremendous authority over them. And let me show you this in the Bible. Let me show you this in the Bible. Here it is, Job chapter 1. And uh, I'm going to show you verse number four. Uh, I actually started verse number two. This is talking about Job. There were born to him seven sons and three daughters. He's got 10 kids. 10 is the number of divine perfection. He had 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, means 1,000 yoke, 50 female donkeys or jinnies as they're called, and very many servants. So that the man was the greatest of all the people in the East. His sons used to go and hold a feast in the house of each one on his day, and they would send an invite to their three sisters and eat and drink with them. And when the days of the feast had run their course, Job would send and consecrate them. So in other words, this, his sons would have this feast. They basically have a party. And then after they'd have this party, Job knew they were partying. And the Bible says he would send and he would consecrate them. He would set them apart and he would get up early in the morning and he would give a burnt offering according to each of his children. And listen to what he says. He says to the Lord, if my children sin and curse God in their hearts, I'm giving this offering for them. Watch me. Parents, what Job did is Job said, I'm covering my kids. I'm covering my children because I recognize I have great authority with the words that come out of my mouth over their future. That's why, parents, I need you to send this to your kids. If your kids are in the room, let them watch prayer with you tonight. If they're not normally watching prayer with you, encourage them to do it. I know prayer lasts an hour. We gather together every Monday night for one hour to pray. But I got to get you. Somebody says, I've been listening to Joel on audio Bible this week. I got to get you to making sure that uh, you understand the power and the authority you have over your children, the authority you have over their lives. Moses' mother and his parents, they did something different with him. Joseph's father did something different with him because they recognized he was different. And you cannot treat, I know, I know what culture says. I don't know what society says. You got to do this and do this and do this and all this, all this stuff. I need to tell you, listen, if they, can I be honest with you? Can I be really honest with you? Can I be, uh, can I keep it 100 with you? I'm about to say something else. Can I keep it 100 with you? If all of these professionals were so right about how to parent, why are our kids dealing with more emotional instability now than they ever have before? I need y'all to talk to me in these comments. If all of these expert techniques were working, then why are our kids, why is it all, why is it young people that are committing uh, some of these heinous acts 
Uh, somebody sent me a TikTok, a bishop friend of mine sent me a TikTok today about uh, the importance of disciplining your children. It's about, oh, if you, if you di you know, discipline your kids, that's, you know, that's abuse and all that. I'm not saying abuse your kids. I'm not saying like, nothing like that. But what I'm saying is, uh, and they were saying, but, but doing it, doing it culture's way, look at what's happening. You got kids shooting up schools. Y'all ain't going to talk to me in these comments. Why y'all so quiet? If, if culture's way, if all these professionals way, and all feelings and feelings and all this mess, if that mess was about something, then let me tell you, we, we would not have what we got going on today. You got to seek God and look at the word of God for how to raise your kids. For every parent, I want you to do the hand wave emoji because I want to cover you tonight. I don't know why we're going here, but I want to cover you tonight. Father, in Jesus name, I need you to do the hand wave emoji if you're a parent. I cover every parent tonight. Give them the wisdom, give them the discernment, give them the guidance on how to handle their children, on how to handle their children, on how to raise them, on how to pour into them, on how to speak life into them, on how to build them up, on how to make them what you ordained for them to do. In Jesus' name, I pray, God, that they uh, operate with the wisdom, Father, like the sons of Issachar. The Bible says they could discern the times. They knew what to do. I pray that every parent would know what to do in the moment they need to know to do it. That they know when it's time to uh, exercise discipline, that they know when it's time to give grace, that they know when it's time to do give mercy, that they know when it's time uh, to be harder, that they know when it's time to be to back up, that they know when it's time to release, that they know when it's time to cover, that they know when it's time to let their child go through some trauma so that they learn how to recover. I pray, God, that they have the wisdom for that. And for those that still interact with their grown children, I pray, God, that they would have the wisdom on how to interact with their grown children. Come on, y'all, let's pray that they would know how to speak life into them, that they would know now that the Bible says train up a child in the way they should go. And when they grow older, they will not depart from it. God, for those parents who are feeling like failures because their children are not serving the Lord today, God, bring encouragement to them. For those parents that feel like they did something wrong because their children are not serving the Lord today. I pray, God, right now that you would give them encouragement, God, and you'd show them how to interact with their children in such a way that they would come back to you. I speak to you, parent. You are not a failure. I speak to you, parent. Every child of yours is going to have a different journey. And you have got to get the wisdom of God to know how to back up sometimes. And sometimes you need to press in. But you are not a failure because they don't serve the Lord. You are not a failure if they are not doing right. You are not a failure if they're not doing what you've taught them to do. That is between them and the Lord. Work out your own salvation. Come on here, y'all. Your own salvation with fear and with trembling. But God, I pray over every child. Can I get every parent where you've got some children that are not serving the Lord right now? Can I get you to put their initials on the screen? Come on, y'all. We're going in tonight. But their initials on the screen. Don't have any guilt. Don't have any shame or condemnation. If you want to reverse the initials, you can reverse them. But I need you to get their initials on the screen because we're about to loose the Holy Ghost to go get them. Wherever they're at, if they're in the bar, if they're in the club, if they're addicted to drugs, if they're just uh, uh, if they're just agnostic in their practice, if they are atheists in their practice, if they are a fool, the Bible says that a fool. It's one that lives as if there is no God, which means you can be a Christian and still be a fool. In Jesus' name, God, I pray right now, Holy Spirit, we loose you. Your word says no man comes to you except the Spirit draw. So tonight, God, we say draw. That's John 6 and 44. No man comes to the Lord except the Spirit draw. So, God, I pray tonight that you would draw, that you would draw every child's initial 
that is on every platform tonight, God, that you would draw. Draw them out of whatever they're at. Draw them away from whatever false mess they're listening to. Draw them away, God, for their own intellectual arrogance. Hey, hey, I just heard the Lord loud and clear. He says, for many of you, what your children are doing is that they are intellectually arrogant and they think that their knowledge replaces their uh, the knowledge of the Lord. They think because they're not struggling that they don't need God. Oh, but they need him. We all need him. And tonight, God, we pray that you would draw. And I pray, God, we would see testimony after testimony after testimony of every set of initials that we just placed on the screen on every platform, every set of initials that were just spoken out loud on the Harvest Channel, spoken out loud on uh, the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. God, I pray tonight that we would see testimony after testimony after testimony after testimony of people coming to you. And we thank you for, we call them saved and serving this year. Come on. We call them saved and serving this year. Father, now is the time for the saints of the most High God to rise up and to possess the kingdom. That's who you said we are and what you said we could have. And we speak that over them tonight. Come on, let's go further in this. God, we rebuke every relationship right now that is causing them distractions. We rebuke every relationship right now, God, that is causing them to drift. We rebuke every relationship right now, God, that is causing them not to walk in what you have ordained in the name of Jesus. For some, it's friends. For some, it's romantic relationships, God. I pray, oh my God, that there's a young man, your woman, your mother, you have a son, and here's what you have thought about his wife, or, or, or maybe they're not married yet, maybe it's even a fiance. You have thought that she's a Delilah. Delilah in Hebrew means one who weakens or makes poor. You have thought that about her. This prayer tonight is your confirmation about that, and not only is it your confirmation, but it is also God letting you know that he's heard your prayers, and God's about to open your son's eyes. Come on, y'all better come on tonight. God's about to open your son's eyes. He's about to open your daughter's eyes on every relationship that's pulling them from the Lord. And we declare, Father, a great harvest of souls, even in families, even in families. We speak testimonies to families tonight. Come on. We speak testimonies to families tonight. Uh, we speak testimonies to families tonight. For those that have broken hearts over the state and condition of their family, we pray for testimonies in their family tonight, God. That's which can be fixed, let it be fixed. That which needs to remain broken, let it stay broken, God. Father, we pray tonight for the grace to know what we need to release and what we need to fight for. Come on. There's some stuff, God, we need to release and just let it go. It's going to be what it's going to be. There are other things, God, that we need to fight for. Show us what to release, God. Show us what to fight for tonight. Show us what to let go and show us what to hold on to. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Come on, y'all. Can we just give God a victorious praise on every platform? Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. Come on, Harvest Channel. Uh, come, come on, Instagram. Every platform. I need you to pray tonight. I need you to pray tonight. Prayer is a privilege. It is not a right. It is a privilege. It is not all right, and we thank God for it tonight in Jesus' name. A to the men. Listen, um, so yesterday's message was called How to Fix Your Future. Wow. Let me tell you something. W O W. W O W. Can you all share with me some things that stood out to you from yesterday's message? If you haven't seen it, go watch it in our app. 
Um, and now the new app, the old app used to have the video where you could watch it right in the app. Now you have to actually click the button to go watch it. Um, but it's okay. It's just right there. Uh, wow. Uh, come on. Ray says great message. Come on. Angela says, my God. Wow. All right. Uh, uh, can I get for you to share? I see fire. Wow. 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 I was right. Can I get for you to share some of what stood out to you from yesterday's message? Come on, YouTubes. Come on, Facebooks. Uh, let me get you to share some of what stood out to you from yesterday. Let me tell you, that thing blessed my whole life. That thing blessed my whole life. Um, we talked about so much, and there's several things we're going to cover in prayer tonight. I see a comment that confusion, Babylon, was God's protection. What happened in the message? Uh, for 70 years, God says his people, Judah, the praisers, Judah, was going to be placed in 70 years of Babylonian captivity, captivity. Babylon means confusion. So God says, watch me, I'm going to put you in 70 years of confusion. Seven is the biblical number of completion. But watch this. The king of Babylon, the one that conquered them, his name was Nebuchadnezzar. And Nebuchadnezzar means protect my child. Everybody listen to me. Even what confuses you is not confusing to God. Even what, watch me, even what is crushing you is not confusing to God. Y'all better listen. Um, it literally means God says, I'm protecting my child. Can I get you to speak that and type that on the platforms? He's protecting me. He's protecting me. Um, there's some stuff you did not know. There's some stuff you did not know um, that God was protecting you from. Can I tell you? He was protecting you from another bad business decision. Let's go. He was protecting you from laying down with somebody that was going to ruin your next decade. He was protecting you from making a bad financial decision. You didn't know it was confusing to you. For some of you, God wanted you to go into your next at a stronger position than you were. So his delay was not, it was not denial. It was just delay. He said, I want you to be in a stronger position. Here's what I want to cover in prayer, that you would literally see what he was protecting you from. Oh my God, this is a risky prayer. Um, but he's going to show you what he was protecting you from. Because many times that if you didn't see the message, I gave an analogy. You did not see what was on the other side of Nebuchadnezzar. You did not see. All you saw was Nebuchadnezzar and this Babylonian confusing situation. And he confused their languages. Their languages mean meant, uh, in the Tower of Babel. That's where we get the word Babel, Babylon from where he confused their languages. You did not even understand. You don't even know how to articulate it. Is that anybody on prayer tonight? Well, you got areas of your life. You're like, I don't even know how to really talk about it because I don't want to sound like I'm being negative because the truth is God has been good. But at the same time, this situation is working my last nerve. I don't want to seem negative because I'm grateful. But at the same time, this thing over here is making me lose it. I don't want to, I don't even want to seem like I complain. I'm complaining because I have no right to complain. Uh, but this is confusing my language. I don't know how to talk about it. I don't know how to speak about it. You ready for this? Y'all ready? I don't even know what to pray about it. Come on, y'all. I don't know. Should I pray to get out of this? Should I pray for this to be over? Should I pray to learn something from them? Should I rebuke? You know, what should I do? I don't even know what to do. And I want to cover tonight in prayer that you would literally see what he was protecting you from. And for some of you, he's going to answer you in three ways. One, you're literally going to hear it on prayer tonight. Number two, 
Number two, you're going you're gonna to see it in your dream tonight. I'm going to pray that he's showing you in your dream. If you don't hear your answer in prayer, he's going to show you in dream. And the third, the third way he's going to answer you is in Wednesday night's message. Because Wednesday night message at Harvest is called How to Fix Bad Habits. So he's going to show it to you in your dream tonight, in prayer tonight, or in Wednesday night's message. You ready? Let's go. Father, in Jesus' name. We cover uh, our Babylonian situations, the confusing situations that we are facing. Nebuchadnezzar, God, means that it protect my child. So even though you ordered us and you sent us to a confusing situation, what you were doing, God, is you were protecting us. Come on. What you were doing, God, is you were protecting us. What you were doing, God, is protecting my child. So that meant Nebuchadnezzar has limits. That meant Nebuchadnezzar has boundaries. That meant our confusing situation has an extent to which it can go to. It can't just wreak havoc in our lives. It's on a leash. God, our frustration is on a leash. Our aggravation is on a leash. The stuff that's frustrating us is on a leash. The people messing with us are on a leash. The situations messing with us, they are on a leash. Because Nebuchadnezzar means protect my child. So even though you sent us to a Babylonian situation in some areas of our lives, you still put that situation on a leash. Somebody needs to just type that on the screen. It's on a leash. It's on a leash. And because it's on a leash tonight, God, we pray that you would reveal to us, God, what you were protecting us from. Show us tonight, God, on prayer. Answer on prayer. Number two, God, for those you don't answer on prayer, I pray that you would answer them through their dream tonight. Through their dream tonight. That when they sleep tonight, you would answer them in their dream tonight. Some people need to know that you are God of the supernatural and you want to show them in their dream. And then number three, God, for those that you don't answer either one of those ways, answer and Wednesday night's message, which is called how to fix bad habits. Reveal to us, God, what you were protect, protecting us from. There was some mess you were keeping us from. There was some drama you were keeping us from. There was some scandal you was keeping us from. There were some messy people you were keeping us from. There were some messy situations you were keeping us from. There was some stuff that we were not ready for that you were keeping us from. There's some stuff we weren't ready to deal with the pressure of you were keeping us from. There's some stacking you wanted us to do. You wanted us to have more financial wherewithal and resources. And so you, you use a Babylonian situation to allow us to stack. And for that, we say thank you. There was some education we needed. And so you uh, were protecting us because we needed to know more. There was some skill we needed. So you were protecting us because we needed those skills. Reveal to us in one of those three ways tonight. In Jesus' name, reveal it in prayer tonight, God. Or reveal it uh, in, 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 in our dream tonight, God. Or reveal it in Wednesday night's message. And for that, we say thank you. If you believe he's going to do it, I just need you to say yes, Lord, on every single platform where you can type, type it in, type it in tonight. All right. Type it in, type it in. For those of you on the Harvest channel on our website, on our app, um, you'll, you'll notice there's no chat there. We're working on getting you some chat back in the last Harvest channel on our previous website. There was a chat feature there, but it wasn't as, it wasn't easy to use and what have you. So we knew, we knew that. I know that I'm your, your shepherd. I got you taken care of. We're working on that so that you have that. All right. Um, so that's the first thing. So God orders them to Babylon for 70 years. Seven is the biblical number of completion. Seven uh, is the biblical uh, number of completion. So God says, there's some things I want to complete in you. There's some things I want to complete in you um, that 
when those things are complete, I will let you out of this Babylonian captivity. I will let you out of this Babylonian captivity. But I also want to go deeper about 70. Can I get a few of you to just type 70 on every platform? I see you coming. Ray said, Bishop, you're on fire. Take a breath. Listen, I'm good. Listen, this is what happens when you work out right before prayer. You still got all that pumping going. Pump, pump, pumping, pump, 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 <laughs> going. All right. All right. Um, put 7D, 70 on every platform that where you can type a type 70, y'all. Type 70. Come on, Facebook. Where y'all at? Guys, I need more of you to share on Facebook, more of you to share on YouTube. By the way, also make sure you click that button that says get notifications for when we go live. All right. You want to get notifications for when we go live. So that way you always know. Um, don't just depend on social media to stay connected to Harvest and, and myself. Um, you got to get our app. You got to join our text group because social media only shows stuff to a small number of people. Um, and uh, that's anybody's platform. You can look at somebody with millions of followers and you look at the views and stuff. It's maybe a lot, but it's still not commensurate to the number of followers there. So don't depend on social media. Stay connected. Right, how do you get connected? Go to, get our app, Harvest Church at Church. Get our app. Best way to stay connected. Um, text the word harvest. Can I get a few to type this? 877-552-4746 for every platform. All right. Listen. Let me also go further uh, with this number 70, with this number 70, um, because this is super, super uh, important. Um, so uh, when you deal with um, this number 70, I want to give you some examples of where this number appeared. I see that uh, Kristen says he loves the new app. I love it. Um, I, I want to give you some um uh, my phone goes off like a slot machine with notifications. Come on. Um, I want, um, I want to give you something about this number 70. How many years did he send them to Babylon for captivity? 70 years. It's not going to be a little, and it's not a literal 70 years for you. Seven means something God wants to complete in you. Right. And he leaves you there. He leaves you there. He leaves you there until he knows that he has completed this thing in you. But I want to give you this. So there were 70 disciples that were sent out in Luke 10. Jesus, uh, and really these were apostles because the word apostle comes from the Greek word apostello, which means sent ones. He sent these on a special mission, a training mission in Luke chapter 10. So we know there were more than 12 apostles. There were 12 ruling apostles, which Acts chapter 1 teaches us were the bishops. Acts chapter 1 says, and of Judas, let another man take his office. The word office, there's bishopric. So the 12 ruling apostles were the bishops. There were more than 12 apostles. We learned this from Luke chapter 10 because he sent um, he sent 70 and then you had the 12. So there's a minimum of 82 um, that are there. I, but listen to this. There were 70 uh, elders um, that uh, were in Exodus chapter 24 and Numbers chapter 11 eventually became the Sanhedrin. Um, now, Jesus had issues with the Sanhedrin later, but the 70 elders, not including the high priest, um, they represented leadership. You got me? They represented leadership. Um, stick with me. The 70 that were sent on a mission. Stick with me. Uh, Israel and Egypt uh, had its beginning um, with Joseph's rise in power as uh, being the uh, um, prime minister. A total of 70 Hebrews started the nation. Um, that would grow into more than 2 million by the Exodus. Everybody watch me. 70 represented leadership, but 70 Hebrews started the nation that would become 2 million later. You ready? I need you to stick with me. So 70, watch this, 70 represents not only something new, but 70 represents what you build from. 
Let's go. Terah, the father of Abraham, uh, had his first male child at 70. Um, uh, uh, um, I, I don't want to give you that piece there. You don't need that piece there. Um, ancient Israel, as we mentioned, spent 70 years in Babylonian captivity. 70 elders were appointed by Moses in Numbers chapter 11. All right. Um, so when you look at 70, when you look at 70, here's what it represents. Perfect spiritual order. Come on. Perfect spiritual order. Perfect spiritual order. In other words, God says, I'm going to make it so that when you come out of your 70 year period, which again, for you, it's not 70 years. God says, I want to complete something in you. You are going to be ordered properly spiritually. I want to cover that because whenever things are being put in order, everybody listen, it first looks like disorder. It first looks like chaos. It, it's noisy. Got it. How many of you can be honest with me? Wave at me. There's some areas of your life that look chaotic. There's some areas of your life that look noisy. And some areas of your life, if you if you look at uh, Ezekiel, when the dry bones were coming together, the Bible says the bones began to rattle and to make noise. They're making noise. Everything's bumping up against one another. Do you hear me? So watch me. The confusion is because of the noise. Come on. And I need you not to let the noise make you weary about your next Come on, don't let the noise make you weary about your next God. Right now, we thank you for the 70, the 70, um, God, that represents you completing something in us, but it, it represents this perfect spiritual order. Where God, during this time of where there's confusion, you're putting things in the order, but as you're putting things in the order, it looks like disorder. It looks like chaos. It's noisy. It's messy. It's rattling. The bones are hitting one another. This one's hitting this. This one's hitting this. But and all of this chaos is going on. All this confusion is going on. All of this babbling is going on. But God, you are getting things. Come on, y'all, in perfect order. Come on here. You are getting things, God, in perfect order. And perfect does not mean perfect in the way that we think of it. Perfect simply means whole. Perfect means whole order. Perfect means whole order. In other words, God, in the midst of confusion, you are making us whole. In the midst of confusion and chaos and noise and drama and stuff and bones hitting one another and, and all of that, you are making us whole. And for that, we say thank you. And for that, we say thank you. And for that, we say thank you. Father, forgive us for letting the noise get us distracted. Forgive us for letting the noise make us think that you weren't with us or that you weren't getting the most out of this, but that you weren't maximizing this. And for that, we thank you for it in Jesus name. Come on, everybody, every platform say amen. Y'all, if you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share the video. Guys, make sure you share when you share, people get saved. We want to see people come to the Lord tonight. Last week, people came to the Lord, but I'm used to prayer where we're seeing 10 and 15 and 20 people a prayer come to the Lord. So I need you to share uh, because if we're not seeing at least that minimum number and more come to the Lord, that means we're not sharing. So can I get you to share? Because we need to always see people coming to the Lord, especially on prayer. All right. So, um, so that's the next piece I wanted to cover in prayer. Let's go to this next part. Let's go to this next part. So he sends them there for 70 years. Nebuchadnezzar means protect my child. He's, there's something he wants to complete in them. And there's some order he wants to bring in them. And it starts in the spirit. Now, there's this other root of the meaning of the word Babylon. And this is what I want to cover in prayer. Because for many of you, watch me, this is where you are at. 
It literally means the root Hebrew word for Babylon. It means to mix oil and flour for an offering. Stop. God says, I am literally making an offering out of you to where your whole life is an offering, not just your money, but all of you. Come on, y'all. Father, we are the offering. Jesus, we are living sacrifices. We are living sacrifices for you. You, according to Romans 12 and 1, you says, I urge you, brethren, uh, 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 in view of God's mercy to offer your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable or holy and pleasing unto the Lord. We literally are the offering. Everything about us is the offering. Our finances, our, our future, our family, our, our, our fortitude, our faith, our focus, everything about us, God, is the offering. We are the offering. And therefore, because we are the offering, God, we have no problem giving you anything that we have. Come on. Father, forgive us for ever being selfish or stingy with anything that we have that you desire because it is yours. We are the offering. And for that, we say thank you. Come on, just say, I am the offering. Every platform, every platform, I am the offering. I am the offering. I am the offering. I am the offering. It means that root Babylonian, uh, the root Hebrew word for Babylon, it means to mix oil and flour for an offering until every particle of flour is anointed with oil. Until every particle of flour is anointed with oil, which means you go from being flour into a dough and a dough can be shaped into anything that he wants it to be. Your Babylon is so that he can reshape you. Okay, I, I feel like running now. Your Babylon is so that he could reshape you. Your Babylon is so that he could retool you. Watch me. Your Babylon is so that you could uh, remake yourself. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. And whenever you're dealing with Babylonian situations, God says, I want to make you into something else. With a dough, I can make a loaf of bread. I can, I can make a tower of bread. I can make an S-shaped bread. I, I can make, I can make a wonder bread. I can, <laughs> I can make French bread. He's turning you into something where he can make you into something else. Got it? But every particle of you is going to be anointed. So check me out. Check me out. Um, during this time of your life, everybody, please listen to me. This is a good time for you uh, to remake yourself. To remake yourself. What do you mean by that? Look at what's about you that you need to cut and let it go. You need to cut that low self-esteem. Can I just get you to type on the screen every platform some stuff you know you need to cut? If you're on the Harvest Channel, just say it on Coming Gospel Network. Just say it. What's some stuff you know you need to cut off of you? Is it your low self-esteem? Is it your attitude? Is it procrastination? Is it lazy? Is it uh, being too critical of other people? People who are too critical of other people are normally people who are projecting that stuff on themselves. All right? Um, there's this phrase called reinvent yourself, self-doubt. I'm going to need you to cut that. Procrastination, I'm going to need you to cut it. Come on, worry, I'm going to need you to cut it. Low confidence, I'm going to need you to cut it. Worry, I'm going to need you to cut it. Come on, where you at, Facebook? Come on, YouTube, procrastination, I'm going to need you to cut that. This is a good time for you to cut some stuff. When you uh, Self-esteem, lazy, unhealthy eating. Come on, y'all, let's be honest. I'm so proud of you. Let's be honest. Doubts, your attitude. This is a good time to cut this stuff off of you. 
This is a great time to do it. Being too hard on yourself. Bad friends. This is the time to do that. Procrastination, laziness, doubt. Procrastination, I see that on here a lot. Can I help y'all with that? Procrastination is really arrogance in disguise. Procrastination is arrogance in disguise. Because what you're saying is, I am so good, I don't have to prepare and I don't have to get ready and I don't I don't have to get it, get it done. You don't think about it that way. When you're procrastinating, it's normally you think it's fear. It's not fear. It's actually arrogance. That's why the Bible says pride goes before a fall. Because when you begin to procrastinate, procrastination is really arrogance. Arrogance is a form of pride. So it creates fall. Fall is this Hebrew word, shaber, which means unnecessary hurt unnecessary delay. Um, so many different things. So I need, I see that a lot on here tonight. I need, we're about to cover that. Father, we release what we just typed on the screen. That's why I asked you to type it. If you didn't type, you ain't got any release. Type it. Uh, well, Father, we release what we just typed on the screen. Father, forgive us for procrastination, which is really arrogance. It is really arrogance. Father, forgive us for that. That is pride, and that's not what we're supposed to do or be or walk in. Forgive us for that tonight in the name of Jesus. God, we release fear. We release worry. We release doubting and godly relationships, bad eating habits. Now's a good time, God, during the Babylonian situations to remake ourselves, to reinvent ourselves, to let some stuff go. Bad coping skills. We let that go tonight in the name of of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, that in Babylon, you are mixing every part of us with oil, which means you're anointing every particle of us from the tops of our head to the soles of our feet. What is the anointing? It is grace. It is favor. It is when you add your super to our natural, which means God, we do business supernaturally. We pray supernaturally. We parent supernaturally. We, as a pastor, I pastor supernaturally. As a bishop, I oversee supernaturally. Everything we do, we do it supernaturally. Your spouse, husband, wife, whatever, you do that supernaturally. Everything we do, we do it with the oil. Everything we do, we do it with the supernatural. You're anointing every part of us. How did you do that? In confusion, what did you do? You crushed us. You crushed the olive to get the oil. There are some areas, God, where you have crushed us and that crushing was designed to pull oil out of us. That crushing was designed to pull oil out of us. And we thank you, God, that you have anointed us, God. When we pray, it's anointed. When we send emails, come on, it's anointed. Our texts are anointed. Our workouts are anointed. Y'all legal sending our drives are anointed. Our relationship building is anointed. Everything about us is covered in oil. Roshayanda Bahataya. Everything about us is covered in oil. Everything about us is covered in oil. Everything about us is covered in your oil. And we thank you for it. That oil means that it won't be as hard. Come on. Oil means it won't be as hard. And when a door is having problems closing, you just have to oil uh, oil uh, 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 the portion that, that's making controlling the door opening and closing. When a car sometimes is making screeching, it means it needs some oil somewhere. Father, the oil makes it easier. I declare that while we are in the midst of confusion, God, that you are literally, there are things that are going to be easier. Transition is going to be easier for us after Babylon. Why? Because we're oily now. Uh, dealing with betrayal is going to be easier after Babylon. Why? We're oily now. Come on. Dealing with disappointment is going to be easier now. Wow. We're oily now. 
Thank you, God, for the oil. We are covered in it. Every particle is covered in oil. That's what Babylon means. You send us to Babylon. You send us to confusing and crushing situations, God, so that we can get oily. Every single part of us, it makes it easier. It makes it easier for us. It doesn't mean it makes it easier. It makes it easier for us. It doesn't mean that it makes it easier for the average person. It makes it easier for us. Come on, y'all. Come on. Can I just get you to release that? I'm oily now. I'm oily now. As a, you're an oily husband now. It's easier for you. You're an oily wife now. It's easier for you. You're an oily dream teamer. It's easier for you. You're an oily leader. It's easier for you. You're an oily, uh, oily pastor. It's easy for you. You're an oily, uh, oily worship leader. It's easy for you. You're an oily business owner. It's easy for you. You're an oil, oily professor. It's easy for you. Can I just get you to type whatever you do on the screen? Because I want to call out some of the things that you do. Because it's going to be easier for you. It doesn't mean it's going to be easier for the average square. No. But it's going to be easier for you. It's going to be easier for you. Come on, type some of what you do on the screen. Whatever you do. Type out one of the things you do. And I know you do multiple things. But type out some of what you do. Uh, sales. You're going to be, uh, it's, it's going to be easier in sales. You're going to be easier as a certified uh, nursing assistant. It's going to be easier as a chaplain. Come on. It's going to be easy. Somebody said no ash. Come on. A-S-H. A-S-H. It's going to be easier working in the office. It's going to be easier being a singer. Come on. It's going to be easier as a psychologist for you. Easier as a special education teacher for you. Easy as a truck driver for you. Easy as a source for you. Easier as a construction inspector. Easier as a pastor and a manager. Easy as a boxer and trader. Easier as an entrepreneur. Easier as a um, eligibility specialist. Easy as a dream teamer. Easy in school. Easy as an educator. Easy as an investor and a servant. Easy as a business owner. Easy as a songwriter. Easy as a husband, a transportation and leader. Easier in imaging. Come on. I'm just calling out what you put on the screen. It's going to be easier for you. And the Lord was with the man of God and did not let one of his words fall to the ground. Easier as a mother. Easier as a student. Come on. Easier as a business owner. Come on, y'all. Type this stuff on the screen. It's going to be easier for you in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Easier being the sole provider. Easier for you. Yes, it is. It's going to be easier for you. Why? Because he's covering every part of you in oil. 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 He's covering a lead as a uh, lead associate brand uh, person. Easier as a lead teacher. Come on, I'm reading your Facebook comments. Easier as a servant, as a minister, as a business owner. Easier as a fitness trainer. Easier, easier. I'm, there's so many comments. It's going to be easier for you because you're oily. Got it? So he sent you to confusion, which seems harder, but that's only so that when you come out of it, he's going to make it easier for you. My God. All right? Listen, we only got nine minutes left on prayer tonight. Guys, if you haven't shared yet, can I get you to share? When you share, people get saved. It's just that simple. Um, one other thing I wanted to, two other things I'm going to cover in prayer tonight. Um, for many of you, um, you have always wondered why life and things in your life have been harder. And I did a whole live about it. Um, I may do a pop-up live again um, tonight or tomorrow. 
um, on Instagram and maybe Facebook. We'll see. Um, just stay connected. That's again, just stay connected, guys, on all the channels. You never know. I'll pop up. But um, one of the things, how many of you, that's you, you've always looked at your life and like, God, why is my life a little harder than everybody else's? Like, why are my struggles a little harder than everybody else's? Why are my fights a little harder than everybody else's? Who, who is that? Wave, wave at me. Wave at me. Wave at me. All right. Uncommon Gospel, just wave in your car. Harvest Network, just or Harvest Channel, rather. Just wave in your, just wave, wave. All right. Um, so somebody says my whole life. Um, can I be honest with you? What precipitated that conversation um, that we had? And if you missed that live, go back. We played today at four. Uh, mountain and you can go watch it in our app also or um, in my Instagram page too um, and all of our different networks but let me say this what precipitated that question was my own life um, and certain things I was like God you give some people what it seems to be like this easy ride and I said God like it you're good to me sir you're very good I'm not complaining you're good to me but dog like Every, like every, every inch of territory seems like it requires absolute, absolute fighting, right? And you feel like all my life I had to fight. Oh no, I got the wrong hand signal for the wrong part of the movie. Who feels like that? Who feels like color purple? All my life I had to fight. Who, who feels like that? Um, and one of the things that I said at the 9.15, um, I don't think I said at the 11.15, but I said the 9.15 yesterday was understanding this principle that um, part of the reason, even in the message of about your future, is understand how God has always saw you. So when you get to Jeremiah 29, 11, they're in 70 years and God says, but at the end of 70 years, listen to verse 10, thus is Lord, after 70 years are completed in Babylon, I'll visit you and perform my good word to you and cause you to return to this place, back to the future. Is what he says. I took you from Shalom, from Jerusalem, and I took you into some confusing situations, but I'm going to get you back to Shalom. But the new Shalom is going to be better than the former Shalom. Just say my next 12 will be my best 12. Say it, say it, say it, type it, type it, type it. Say it, say it, say it, type it, type it, type it. Um, and here's verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord. Stop. God says, I have always been thinking, watch me, not, not for you, but toward you, toward you. What's the difference between for and toward? Toward means what I have been thinking has been something to move you forward. I've been thinking toward you because I want to move you forward. Listen, he says, I know the thoughts that I think toward you, which means God says, you've always been on my mind. Come on, y'all. Did I just get you to say that? I'm on his mind. Like for those of you who feel like your life has always been a little harder than everybody else's, you were always dealt the worst hand. You always had to fight more. Other people were handed stuff and treated it like garbage, and, and you had to fight for everything you got. Gonna be honest with you, that's why you protect it more. That's why you're more responsible with it. That's why you handle it better. But God says, "You've always been on my mind." Come on, He's like, "You've always been on my mind." Like, I never stopped thinking about you. So even, watch me, let's go here. So even when it was making you cry, you were on my, I was thinking about you. Even when I watched you be abused, I was thinking about you. Who am I talking to? Even when I watched them betray you, I was thinking about you. Even when I watched them do you wrong, I was thinking about you. Even when I watched you go through a challenging medical, I was thinking about you. And I was thinking toward you. Because my thoughts were about moving you forward. I never saw you as a little girl. I always saw you as a queen.
I never saw you as a little boy, David. I always saw you as a king. Therefore, because I was thinking toward you, I looked at you and said, you can handle what the average man can. I need to tell some of my men on prayer, you are king amongst men. I need to tell some of my ladies on prayer, you are a queen amongst women. He looked at you and said, you can handle this. A, a regular one couldn't. You could. You could handle this. How do I know that you could handle it? You on prayer tonight. How did I know you could handle it? You said, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise will continually be in my mouth. How do I know you could handle it? Because you did. You did. And you keeping it moving. Come on here, y'all. Let's go. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. He's like, I knew you could handle this. I knew that you could handle being a, 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 where a deck of statistics were stacked against you. And I knew you could do it. And yes, what was so interesting is that the 915, I gave part of my testimony just about planning a church in Denver and that God has been good to us. And I love our Denver family. And they're so excited about our future in Denver. excited about our future in Atlanta and every other place we expand to. Atlanta's not the end. It's just next. Um, and... Um, and, and then I was talk, talking about my testimony. Then at the 11.15, a man got up and said something. He's, he's a, he's a well-traveled uh, in the Denver community. He's a professor. He's a friend of mine. He's a professor and so many other things that he does here in the city, uh, community developer and advocate and all that. And uh, and he got up and said something. And I don't normally, if you've been watching Harvest or part of Harvest for any amount of time, you know, I don't just let people get up and get the mics. We're not that type of church. Just We just let people get up and get the mic and say what's on their heart. We don't do that. Um, nothing against that. This is not how we roll. But yesterday, the Holy Ghost said, see if you want to say something. And I looked over at him and said, you want to say something? And he came up and said something. And if you were at the 1115 or saw it, you will saw he began to say what Bishop Foreman is doing. No other da 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 is doing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And while he was saying that, I spoke about it at the 915 and the Lord came behind me and said it at the 1115, which was this, son, I knew you could handle a deck of statistics. I knew you could handle the deck of, that's amazing, the, the deck of statistics that would be stacked against you. I knew you could handle it. I knew you could. Why? You're doing it. I knew you could. Can I say to somebody tonight on prayer? God says, I know the thoughts that I have for you, that I think toward you. And the th thoughts toward you are the thoughts for you, are the thoughts that will move you forward, rather. All right? Listen, I'm almost done. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. God says, I think about you being shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing like it, all is well. He says, my thoughts about you. My th happy birthday, your 42nd birthday. I pray this 12 months, this next year is your best year. Um. God says, I don't think a, evil means contrary to. God says, I'm not thinking for stuff contrary to you. I am thinking about stuff that is for you. Y'all better hear me. I am not thinking about stuff that is against you. I am thinking about stuff that is for you. Now watch me. It seems like it is against you, but you need to know my thinking is that it's for you. Can you just type this on the screen? He's for me. Because for those of us that have felt like, man, everything we had to get, we had to fight for. He was like, but I was thinking forward you, toward you, forward you. I was also thinking thoughts of peace, not of evil. I'm not against you. I'm for you. That's why you're winning. Come on. That's why you're winning. That's why you're winning. Like, I know you're frustrated about some stuff, but the truth is you're still winning. I know some stuff has got has worked your last nerve. Like, you don't got no more nerves left to work. But you're winning. You're winning. Right? To, it must mean to give you a future and a hope.
to give you a future and a hope. So what does God say? God says, my thoughts are to make your what's ahead of you better than what's been behind you. And I want to give you hope. Last thing I want to cover in prayer, we got to stop because it's eight o'clock, is I want to cover your future and your hope. Guys, don't miss Wednesday night church. If you're in Denver, get in the building. If you're not in Denver, watch it online, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Harvest Channel, through our app, all of that. I need you to watch. It's called How to Fix Bad Habits. Your habits decide your future. The Bible is not a book about destiny. It's a book about habits. Uh-oh. The Bible is not a book about destiny. It's a book about habits. Uh-oh. The Bible is not a book about destiny. It's a book about habits. I'm going to show you this on Wednesday. I want to cover your future and your hope. Father, I cover our future. And we declare that what's ahead of us will be better than what has been behind us. You have always had us on your mind. That is why you trusted us with stuff that was heavier than others, that was more difficult than others, that was more challenging than others, because you knew we could handle it and come out like a champ. And we thank you for it. Father, I pray for our hope. Come on. Restore our hope. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Thank you, God, that you restore our hope tonight. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Listen, two things I want to do. If prayer bless you, I want you to sow. I want you to sow. That scripture is Jeremiah 29, 11. Can I get as many of you that, that if this bless you, sow into it? That's the scripture. First Samuel chapter 9, the word speaks to you. You sow into that. Bless what blesses you. Can I get as many of you can? So $29.11. Maybe you want to do $291.11. $2,911.11. I need two nine and eleven. I need a two and nine and, and two ones in that what you give. Two nine one one. I need that in what you give tonight. Um, I'm gonna sow that tonight as soon as we hop off for prayer. I'm sowing into this tonight. I'm a sower. Guys, I never asked you to sow and don't sow myself. You need to know that about me. I'm a giver. All right, let me do this. So how can you sow? You can use the cash app. It's dollar sign Bishop Foreman with the number two. And I get a few of you to put that on every platform. Dollar sign Bishop Foreman with the number two. You can sow that way. You can also sow using PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. The email for that is hello at harvestchurch.church. Can I get a few of you to put that on every platform? Hello at harvestchurch.church. You can also just go to our website and you can see all the methods there. You can give um, and it's harvestchurch.church forward slash give harvestchurch.church forward slash give. And you can give that way. All right. But I need those numbers in what you give tonight. Two nine one one. Some of you may want to give somebody on here. You you literally you are wrestling because you what you heard at first was twenty nine thousand. And you're wrestling with that like God couldn't have said that. I'm ready to tell you he is. Y'all know I've never said that. I'm just telling you what I just heard the Lord say. You just, just do what the Lord says. All right. All right. Um, but listen, the last thing I want to do is if you're not a Christian tonight, I want to encourage you to give your life to the Lord. I want to encourage you to give your life to the Lord. How do you do that? On the count of three, I'm going to ask you to wave your hand, do the hand wave emoji or say, it's me. If you're on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network or you're on the Harvest Channel, we can't see your hand just yet uh, on the Harvest Channel. We will be soon. Can't see your hand just yet, but I need you to respond tonight. Wherever you are at, wherever you're at, I want you to respond. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. One, two, three. If that's you tonight, respond wherever you're at. You become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Respond wherever you're at. No guilt, no condemnation, no saying God loves you, and he's coming to get you tonight on prayer. Come on, wave at me or say, it's me. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure tonight. I want you to do that. We're waiting on you five. I'm waiting on you four. Come on, YouTube. Come on, Facebook. 
Three, I am waiting on you. Two, I am waiting on you. One, I see people responding. Well, everybody praises me for the sake of time because we're a few minutes over. Everybody pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Say, thank you for your love for me. Say, because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I see you, I see you, I see you, I see you, Conoco, I see you. If this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. Thank you for loving me in Jesus' name. Amen. Here's what I need you to do if you just prayed that prayer. Please pay place att close attention to this. I need you to text the word DECISION to the phone number 877-552-4746. That's it. Text the word DECISION to the phone number 877-552-4746. When you do that, we're going to shoot your text right away to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle, not just a hobby. Even if you're watching on the replay. Guys, people get saved on the replays. Last week, I happened, or was it maybe the week before last, um, I saw um, I saw some of the comments coming in from the replay, and I saw people waving and saying, it's me right from the replay. So people are getting saved, glory to God, even on the replays. All right. I love you guys. If prayer bless you, go so. I need those numbers in it. 2911. However you want to do it. 2911, 291, 2911, 29,111, whatever, whatever you want to do. But put those numbers in it, and uh, we're going to see the Lord moving in that. All right, somebody says, I'm going to sleep good tonight after this. Me too. I got my workout in before prayer today. Glory to God. It'll be 90 days of being in this gym consistently um, come May 2nd. So I'm excited about it. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Again, cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman number two. PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, give the file that. Hello at Harvard Church. Church, Church on Wednesday is going to be fire in Jesus name. Love you. Bye-bye. Shalom. Shalom guys. Love you.